Hi, I'm Christian Brindle, and welcome to the Everything Medicare Podcast. Everything Medicare Podcast Nation. This is Christian Brindle, wherever you are and however you might be listening to me today. Thank you so much for taking the time. Folks, this is episode 223 of the Everything Medicare Podcast. Every single week, me and my company bring you a podcast episode where we discuss your Medicare, your Medicaid, your Social Security, and everything that has to do with that golden age called retirement. I am your host, Christian Brindle. And um, folks, we are basically in 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 um, the heart of open enrollment, and it's an exciting time, isn't it? Because everybody is in the season to basically get their Medicare plan compared. You know, like it's almost like when Christmas rolls around. Even if you maybe you're not religious, you get a lot of times. And I think this goes the case for most people because um, Christmas is for the most part a religious holiday. But I mean, even if you're not religious, you know, you kind of get in the season, right? Like. You're going to watch Christmas movies. You're going to go Christmas shopping and, you know, you're going to make snow angels. You're going to make snowmen. And it's just you just do a lot of holiday spirit things. At least a majority of people do. You get a Christmas tree. You hang up the Christmas tree. I mean, the Medicare open enrollment period is very much like that to where everybody's in the season. Right. It's the Medicare season. And I absolutely love it. And I get so excited about it. And um. I'm just so excited to be talking with you about it today. On this episode, we're going to be talking about uh, Medicare supplement plans and um, the infamous Plan F. Now, for those of you who don't know, Plan F is a type of Medicare supplement plan that has been basically in the works since 1992, since they put the what we know is today as Medigaps out into the in, into the universe, if you will. Medicare did. Um, and Plan F has been around a long time, since 1992. Now, in 2015, they passed a bill called the MACRA bill. All that you need to know about the MACRA bill is that starting January 1 of 2020, so this year, as I talked to you about this, anybody that became eligible for Medicare after January 1st of 2020, so basically, if you turn 65, you got onto Medicare for the first time after January 1st of this year, you would not have the availability to purchase a Plan F any longer if you didn't, if if you wanted to. It's not even an option in that situation. Um, plan F and C, to be specific, C is another type of Medicare supplement plan. Now, if you were eligible for Medicare before January first of two thousand and twenty, let's say you turned sixty-five in two thousand and seventeen, or eighteen, or nineteen, or so on and so forth, like maybe two thousand ten. I don't know. You would still have the option of purchasing a Plan F if you so chose. Um, so essentially it's a, it's a move for the plan F to be grandfathered away, if you will, slowly, but surely over time, it's not something that they're just going to snap their fingers and it's going to happen. Um, so at some point because of this plan F will be completely out of the equation because I mean, if you wait long enough, people that be, be, I mean, 
and this is kind of a dark thing for me to say, I don't mean it to come across this way, but if you wait long enough, people that were eligible for Medicare before 2020 are going to kind of exit the picture if you wait long enough, right? If you wait long enough, I'll exit the picture, right? Um, 20, 30, 40 years from now, whatever the case might be, I mean, Plan F will just completely become irrelevant because the the people that became eligible after January 1st of 2020 don't have the option of purchasing the F. It's just for people that were eligible before. So over time, it's going to become less and less and less and less of an even topic for us to talk about. Now, Plan F was very popular for a very, very long time. I'd say for about 20 to 23 years. I think in 2014, 15 is really when the Plan F started to die down in terms of its popularity. Um, And the reason why it was so popular is because the Plan F was the only plan that I'm aware of that's existed. I mean, there were plans that were around before I even came into the business, um, like a Plan J or something like that. But um, Plan D was around back then, although Plan D is still around. It's just not prominent like it used to be. But um, the Plan F was the only plan that basically paid 100% of what Medicare left behind. You know, it left no copays, no deductibles, and no out-of-pocket behind. Um, you could say that the F stood for full coverage is an easy way to remember it. Didn't really, but you could say that. Um, and so it was truly to where Medicare paid 80% of the bills and the Plan F paid 20% of the bills. So it was kind of a, a very popular thing because for one, it was easy for people to understand. They're like, okay, no out-of-pocket. Whereas like with a plan like a Plan G, okay, you, you have a deductible you have to pay. In the, in the form of the Medicare Part B deductible. In 2020, it was $198 a year, this Medicare Part B deductible. Um, and with a Plan N, you have that same deductible, but you also have doctor co-pays, emergency room co-pays, excess charges, that kind of stuff. So the Plan F was very simple for people, easy to wrap their heads around. And it was probably the most popular Medicare supplement plan in its height that we have ever, 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 ever had. Um. Now, the reason why it died down in popularity and eventually the industry kind of moved in a direction away from it was this. We've talked about it a lot on this platform, so some of this information might be redundant for some of you who've been longtime listeners, but I swear to you, we're going to have some new information in this episode that you might not know before. Um, so just bear with me. But for any of you new listeners that aren't familiar with the Plan F, basically, the Plan F, like I said, started, in, in, started out into 1992. Any insurance company that wanted to offer a Plan F could. So there's multiple different insurance companies over the years that have offered Plan Fs. Same exact plan with every single insurance company. They all just charge a different price and have different price increases as you get older. They all do that. All Medicare supplements do. So anytime you have a plan that's around that long, you're going to have a lot of um, an older block of business. Anytime you sign up for a Medicare supplement plan, you become part of a pool of people that are on the plan with you. Right. So an easy way that I like to um, remember it is like this. Let's say you and nine of your neighbors are all in the same um, plan with a Medicare supplement company. It's all the same plan, same, same exact plan, same exact insurance company. You all have the same plan. Let's say you are healthy as a horse and you go the whole year and you don't even use your plan. Right. You have you don't go to the doctor once. They have no claims paid out on you. Right. Now, let's say your nine neighbors, on the other hand are not so fortunate and they have a lot of health problems, a lot of health conditions. And the insurance company pays out unbelievable amounts of claims to cover them throughout that same time period. 
the insurance company is going to average all of your claims together as a whole, right? So you not using the plan brings the average in a positive method, but your nine neighbors bring down the average because there were so much claims paid out. And the insurance companies factor in part of their rate increase due to how much um, claims they had to pay out over that course of the year. And so all, you and your nine neighbors get the same rate increase going forward. They, I don't hope that makes sense. I hope you kind of followed me there. It's the average of every person that's on the plan with you. It's not based on your specific claims. It's not like car insurance to where if you use your insurance, they raise you up. It's not like that. What it is like is every single year, the rate increases go up based on your age and the overall average of the claims of everybody that's on that particular plan with you. And depending on the insurance company, it could be just your state. It could be nationwide. If the insurance company is not a very large company, it really depends on a lot of different factors. And we've done entire episodes where I've broken down these rate increases for you before. So I'm not going to get into too much detail on it. But long story short, Plan F has been around since 92. 20 years go by, let's say. We're in 2012. And um, you see the rates start to inflate. The reason being is because there's been people on these different Plan Fs set for years, right? And you have people in their 80s. 90s, maybe even 100s, early 100s on their plan with the plan F. And statistically speaking, for most of us, the older you get, the more you have to use your insurance. That's just kind of a cold, hard fact of life, unfortunately. And so because of that fact, the insurance companies were paying out more claims because the average age and the average health of their you know customers on that particular pool of people with the Fs was starting to get less and less healthy. So the prices had started inflating. We started seeing higher rate increases for existing people on the plans. We also started to see that the prices for new customers were starting to get higher and higher and higher to where the plan F just stopped making sense anymore. Um, And so that turned into a trend. The problem just continued to get worse and worse and worse. And then the government decided in 2015 to just kind of move in a different direction from it, effective in January 1st of 2020 over the long haul. So that's a little bit of a history on the Plan F. Now, what's interesting is there are new blocks of business that are coming out with the Plan F. What I mean by new blocks of business is there are particular insurance companies in a lot of places that are coming out with new Plan F blocks. When I say blocks, I mean there's nobody in that pool. Nobody. So nowadays, if you want to get a Plan F, you typically have had to have Medicare before 2020. And not to mention that, you also were in a situation where you most of the time would have to pass health questions and go through underwriting to be able to get that plan. So these are not only new pools of people on these new plan F blocks that they're rolling out with for new customers, but they're also healthier ones, which means over a short period of time, maybe a five to 10 year period, they could be positive. Folks, I wanted to talk about more about this in segment two and also kind of tell you um, some few and far between situations that a plan F might be okay. When I say few and far between, I mean few and far between because for the most part, plan F is a dead plan. But there are situations where it is a good fit for people. I have to take a quick break here from this week's sponsor. Don't go anywhere. We'll talk more about plan F when we come right back. What's up, Everything Medicare Podcast Nation? This is Christian Brundle, your host of the Everything Medicare Podcast. I wanted to take a minute and talk with you about my company, Christian Brundle Insurance Services. This upcoming open enrollment period, we are equipped and ready to service all of your needs 
for your Medicare health plan, whether you have a Medicare supplement, whether you have a Medicare Part D drug plan, whether you need a cancer insurance plan, whether you need help with your Medicare Advantage plan, whatever the case might be, we are here and ready to assist. We work with people in 12 states. Those states are as follows, Utah, Idaho, Colorado, Washington, Oregon, California, Texas, Virginia, West Virginia, South Carolina, Alabama, and Florida. Our office number is 801-255-5340, 801-255-5340. Make sure to ask for Christian, or if you're more comfortable shooting me an email, you're welcome to do so. My personal email address is christianb at xmission.com, Christian, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-A-N, B like boy, at X, like x-ray, mission like you're going on a mission, M-I-S-S-I-O-N.com, Christian B at xmission.com. We are licensed and appointed with a majority of the largest insurance companies in the entire Medicare industry today. Our job is to sort through the options, help you find the best choices for you this open enrollment period based on your specific needs and preferences. Worst thing that can happen is what you have already is the best thing you can do, and you can sleep better at night knowing that. Thanks so much for watching this episode. Have a great day. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks so much for sticking with me all the way through that break into segment two. Let's get back into Plan F. Let's talk about this because um, this is fascinating to me because I'm an insurance geek, of course. Um, but basically, folks, in terms of Plan F, like I mentioned at the end of segment one, there are certain insurance companies that are coming out with new blocks, new pools with nobody in them which means that the people that are coming into these pools are going to be relatively healthier, at least over the short term, which means that they could be a little competitive, right? Um, This is going to be a very rare situation that this is actually going to be a good thing because most of the existing blocks that exist out there that are floating around are the old blocks that are older. So it's not always going to be created equal. And this is a question to ask your insurance agent if you're working with one, if you were to look at a plan F, um, another thing that's interesting um, about it is, you know, there was a situation recently where we had to do a plan F for a couple here in Utah that basically they've had been on Medicare since 2018, but they decided they elected to keep their group insurance plan and um, they kept their group insurance plan they, from they got a Medicare in 2018. And then in a few months from now, they're actually going to be retiring. And because of this retirement, they have the option, basically, of still getting a plan F due to something called guaranteed issue. Guaranteed issue basically means certain Medicare supplements will take you no health questions, no underwriting um, if you're coming off of a work insurance plan. Um, And we were able to do a plan F for them in the form of guaranteed issue. Now, we originally were going to do a plan G, and a lot of people said, well, I thought Plan G participate in guaranteed issue. They do, but only if you become eligible for Medicare after January 1 of 2020. That's another factor of the macro bill. So this was a situation where the plan F was a good thing for them because it was a little bit of a difficult situation where we didn't think that they might have qualified for to be underwritten and go through health questions to get a Medicare supplement. So there are certain situations where the plan F is still going to be a fit. There was also a situation last year when I kind of saw the writing on the wall with a plan F where um, I was working with a client of mine's brother. And he has the er, he has early stages of dementia. He's a very nice man, but he has early stages of dementia. And his wife recently passed away, so he lives on his on his own. Um, and he was turning sixty five. And 
basically, we decided to do a plan F for him, even though mathematically speaking, it didn't make all that much sense. Financially speaking, it didn't make all that much sense. But he would not be able to handle getting bills in the mail from any out of pocket or, you know, that would be tied to a plan G or plan N. And he wanted to pay and his sister, who's my client, who helps him, wanted to, were, were, was comfortable with him paying a little bit more every month to have a plan F, to have that peace of mind to know that he's going to be fully covered. So there are situations where a plan F is still going to be a viable option. It's less and less than it's ever been since the plan was born in 92. Plan F and I share the same birth year, fun fact, 92. Um, keep that in mind though, it has to be the right situation. And I believe that a plan G and, and in some markets even maybe a plan D are a lot of times going to be stronger options for you on your Medicare supplement plan. Anyway, folks, um, I really appreciate you taking the time today to, to listen to us. Hope you're enjoying open enrollment. Um, hope you're getting everything accomplished that you need to get accomplished. Um, if you enjoyed this episode and if you've enjoyed you know our podcast in general, if you're listening to us on a platform that allows you to do so, please leave us a five-star review. It helps us reach more people just like you who need to hear our message. It helps people find us easier the more positive things people say about the show. Um, if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Podcasts, those are the platforms where it helps the most. And if you're watching on, on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We put out um, weekly Medicare videos. Um, we've have, we have hundreds and hundreds of great Medicare educational videos on our YouTube channel. So make sure to subscribe to us there. Um, folks, thanks for taking the time. And I hope this kind of cleared up about plan F and some situations that it still can be viable because to say that a plan is never viable in any situation, I think is a little short sighted in, in most cases. Anyway, folks, thanks so much for being here with me today. I hope you have a fantastic week and we'll be back with you next Monday. Take care. <laughs>